welcome to the 14th episode of the Created Listening Podcast. We made it to the Big 14. Everybody knows that's a special anniversary. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Mr. Chris Berkheimer, and next to me Luke is there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dang it. We recorded earlier and I had a good joke and I forgot how to do it now. Uh, it's getting late. Uh, this is a highlight episode and we have a special guest, recurring cast member, Murad. Hello, everybody. Hi. And uh, he's here with us to talk tonight about Continuum. Um, this is our highlight episode. Not only about that, um, we're also going to make a special announcement about our upcoming cartoon movie marathon. And um, before I forget, you can follow us on Twitter, at uh, CreatedListen, uh, because listening, the extra ING, Darn the, suffix, the suffix uh, Twitter wouldn't let us do it. Twitter hates suffixes. Well, Hashtag. No, actually, Twitter has a username length. <laughs> oh, well, I think they hate suffixes, too. <laughs> they do. I just want to say suffix. Um, yeah, it's fun. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's a it's a doubleheader highlight. I think Luke and I have done one like this before. We did a, uh, a one-minute thing. But um, about two weeks ago, I told Murad, hey, Bethany and I uh, watched the pilot of the show, Continuum. It's on Netflix. And what did you do after that, Murad? <laughs> um, I watched the first episode mm-hmm. and then watched the rest of the episodes. Yep. Uh, before I got even to like episode three, I think. Yeah. Th- yeah, somewhere between three and five, you were like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Um, so, I was pretty hooked. Yeah. You seemed to really enjoy it. I did. Yeah. Um, and I had it rec- recommended to me, I think, through another podcast. And um, it's... A sci-fi TV show, which usually are not as high quality as this is, um, and it's Canadian actually, which I enjoy. Um, like at one point, somebody says Lieutenant, and Bethany's like, "Why do you say Lieutenant?" It's like because they're in Canada. Um, so you know, no and every, what that means. everybody what, instead of saying Lieutenant, they say Lieutenant. Uh, it's like it's one of those Britishisms that they took and we didn't, because yeah. um, you know we don't like redcoats over here. We still, if you're British, don't come over here. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. You stay on your side of the pond. You stay on your side of the pond. That's right. We were talking about that earlier. Um, so we're going to tell you just a little about the show to recommend it to you because I think Murad and I both give it a pretty high recommendation. Yes. Um, definitely. Ten episodes on Netflix. They're going to make more, I guess, that will come out this summer. I'm not sure when it's coming out. Okay. I know. But I know it's it's coming though. Yeah, let's let's get a little bit without going too in depth so we can keep this shorter. Um Murad, just what are the what are the pros? What did you what got you hooked? Well, it's it's a sci fi show, mm-hmm. but it keeps it simple with the sci fi. Yeah. Um it's more of a modern day drama. Yeah, well, and I guess we should say uh, it involves time travel. Yes, it does. Um, and so it takes place in our era, but they travel obviously from the future. So, which you're right, um, they they can keep it simple because it's in our era. So it's not like they need to build sets and stuff. But but also have uh, futuristic futuristic components. Yeah, which keep it kind of flashy. You know, it's always yeah. a sci-fi, um, I guess, mode or yeah. genre. Yeah. I um not to say it's as good as Lost, but I think one comparison you might give is it feels a bit like the first season of Lost in that you learn her story through flashback or actually yes. flash forward, you could say, and they always tie into the episode. The things that happen to her in the future, um, you can see how they affect the, the past, basically. Um 
through uh, more through her emotions and what the future brought back with it. But she's a future cop. Um, they have some pretty cool tech in the show, um, like her suit and stuff like that. I don't know if you want to say anything about any of that. Oh, hey, um. No, her suit was pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, she can turn invisible. Turn invisible. Yeah. You know, it's basically a you know one piece suit, but you you can change the colors on it, so you can yeah. keep wearing anything you want to at the same time. Yeah, it's pretty you know, cool. Um, and her gun, she pulls it out and it like forms itself, kind of like Iron yeah. Man suit actually style. Like um, the gun builds itself when she goes to use it, kind of. Um, and Bethany and I were talking about it. There's the coolest pregnancy test I've ever seen on this show. Do you remember that scene? Oh my gosh. See, you may have not noticed as much because you're not married and have a wife that says, babies are cute, aren't they? <laughs> no, I'll probably remember it if you okay. want to say it. She takes a little, it looks like a little, um, sticky tack type thing. Oh, puts it on yeah. her belly and then she waits a minute, pulls it off, sticks it on the bathroom mirror and it brings up a HUD display. That says positive pregnancy, male, and then like how many months and how many days and stuff. And I was like, that's pretty dang cool. <laughs> so is it the HUD on the mirror? It's not HUD on the jail because no, like, no, it's on the mirror. Yeah, okay. yeah, it okay. shows it on the mirror. Um, what she's holding is like the the size of the your thumb pad. Oh, yeah. uh, is the gel. Oh, cool. um, but it's pretty cool. Anyway, so there's cool. just there's some smart stuff like that. Um, you have something to say, Miran? You got something to say? You got something to say? <laughs> Oh, I was gonna say, um, I, I really like the um, like the crime family aspect of it. Yes, you know, it's a, it, it, and it is a cops and robbers type yes. show. Yeah, um, but it, they're very, they're very tight knit, but also very complex and yeah, fighting against each other within like a kind of like a normal gang, a, I guess. Yeah, family. They're we should say they're a group of terrorists called Liberate. Yes. Um, and in this future, this is something I think a lot of people in the West fear. Corporations basically become the government. Yes. Um, and so they're very against that. Um, so the, sh- the show really draws some lines um, with, you know, who would you side with and who's right and who's wrong um, without going overboard, I think. And that's really what they're doing is posing the question and getting you to think. And that's, yeah. that's one of the greatest parts about the show is it's, it doesn't push any agenda on you. But it creates opportunities for you to think. Yeah, that's true. And And I think good sci-fi should always have you thinking about not just what's the neat stuff we'll get in the future, but what's it going to look like on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. Um, And this works towards that. Um, And I got to say, one of my favorite characters is part of Liberate. It's uh, the character of Kellogg, who is – he's like the con man uh, that lives on the boat. He ends up living on this really awesome boat, actually. Um He's the wild card, and I always like those characters. Um, so we highly recommend the show, I think, both of us. Yes. Um, especially since it's a breeze to get through, 10 episodes. Yeah, it's um, very short. You don't have to commit a lot of time yeah. to it. Um, and it's about, I would say, PG, PG-13. Probably PG-13. Probably PG-13. Um, and some pretty good action, surprisingly good special effects at moments, um, pretty good storytelling. Uh, I do have to say though, there's a video game episode that is one of the worst. <laughs> yeah, it was it was awful. It was the worst episode for for sure so far. Um, so I think we're gonna wrap up Continuum and make our special announcement about our upcoming cartoon movie marathon. And so what we what we wanted to do is we eventually we have our segment two um, uh, on each episode or some episodes. 
And we like to dedicate that to just kind of anything, right, Luke? Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be a book or we talked about Birdemic one time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think in our first episode. Quite by accident, actually. Yeah, kind of by accident. We just said, what do we all want to talk about? Let's talk about Birdemic because <laughs> oh, why not? I think if I remember correctly, we kind of just ended up there. Yeah, we yeah. We started at a completely unrelated place. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to be watching six cartoon movies, and we want our fans, our created listeners – to listen with us, or to watch with us, rather. Um, I don't know. Maybe we have some blind listeners that, and that's why, so they can listen to the movie. I'm kidding. Was that a, was that in bad taste? That I'm was tired. In bad taste. I'm sorry. This is Chris I, when he's tired. I'm, Forgive him. I'm apologizing right now. Um, so we're gonna watch six movies and hear the rules. No CG, and no Disney. We nice. want to expose people to um, cartoons that are kind of for all ages because Pixar's kind of broken the mold on all ages cartoon movies. Yeah. Because um, uh, actually, I think three of their movies are three of the bat- best of the past decade or so. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't get into that right now. But um, we want to show that there's some other stuff out there that, yeah. that's worth your time. The, so when we were going through this and building this list, it, yeah. it really surprised me how very little movies I knew outside of Disney. It's true. So yeah. it's true, and you think about too um, how many um, fairy tales you learn from Disney, and you only get the Disney's perspective of Snow White and Sleeping Beauty yes. and stuff. Um, it's pretty interesting. Um, so here is our list, and I'm going to do it uh, in order here. Um, so actually, we had talked about. Well, Luke, I, I may surprise you a little bit. I don't think you don't care that much about the order we watch in, do you? No, because there's one movie I've decided needs to come last for a big reason. So, if you want to watch along with us, here's what we're gonna do. Um, the first movie will be probably episode 16, we think. Yeah, probably. maybe 16 or 17. We'll try and keep you posted as we, re- we release episodes. But um, first movie is gonna be GI Joe Resolute, um, which actually was the last one picked, but um, it is. Uh, I told everybody this is the best GI Joe movie, in my opinion. Um, it's a really cool cartoon GI Joe movie that was made in like 2009. Um, very little known, um, and it's good. So uh, I don't want to say too much uh, about each movie. Um, so I think I'm the only one that's seen it. Yeah. Um, next one we're gonna do is Secret of Nim, and Secret of Nim. Yes, Murad has seen that one. Do you want to say uh, anything? Uh- I love the movie. Yeah, it's, I do too. It's one of my like, I saw it a long time ago, and my favorite like yeah cartoon movie. And it's a, a Don Bluth movie, which I'm a big fan of his stuff. He did All Dogs Go to Heaven, if you know that one, and Rockadoodle. Um, yeah, Don Bluth, who left Disney actually to oh, make wow. his own movies because he said the quality was going down. Yes, well, Luke. Well, I, I've saw that movie. I didn't like it at the time, so yeah. I'll have to see it again. Okay, my new yeah. Opinion on it. And I always call it Shakespeare for kids, and I'll get really? that in my review. Yeah, I feel okay. like Secret of Nim is Shakespeare for kids. I definitely yeah. need to see it again. That was okay. several years ago. Um, next, one of Luke's, or actually, one Luke is really looking forward to. I think, or have you seen it, El Dorado? No, I have not seen it. Okay, but I've seen a lot from it. Yes, so. uh, and Luke, you're you're a big fan of the DreamWorks animated. Yes, so I that's am. why you're looking forward to this one because because there's there's a lot of other animation studios out there that yeah. try to produce good stuff but they just fall short and then yeah. DreamWorks usually brings up on par or above Disney level stuff. Okay. With their All right. Yeah. 
at least with their uh, animated um, nice. technology and stuff. <laughs> Luke, you're, uh, I'm excited to hear you talk a lot about this one because you, you always talk a lot when we talk about DreamWorks and these I movies. Do. Yeah, okay. you do. You talk right. more than usual. All right, so um, if you're following along uh, and you want to write these down, actually, or make a note in your phone or whatever, so far we have G.I. Joe Resolute first, then Secret and M, then El Dorado. All right, then um, is Grave of the Fireflies, which is uh, a Japanese movie. Um, not a kids movie, but about kids. Um, it's a post World War II movie in Japan. Um, mm. I hear it's quite the tearjerker. I have not seen it, and it is one of the few uh, Studio Ghibli Ghibli movies I haven't seen. Mm. Um, which, if you've heard of them, they made Spirited Away. Um, what else did they make? Uh, Howl's Moving Castle, Ponyo. Um, they're basically what I call the Japanese Disney. Okay. Um, Hayao, Hayao Miyazaki is so, there. So we won't see any uh, strange Japanese uh, uh, R-rated stuff in there? No, no, okay, no, no. Um, it's, it's, all their stuff is is pretty wholesome. Okay. Um, but Luke, you we're not going to do this movie, but I need to show you Princess Mononoke because that's their most violent. That's pretty cool. It has giant wolves you and boars. T- you told yeah. me about that. That yeah. sounds pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. All right, so we're going to do Grave of the Fireflies, and then we're going to do another one that I haven't seen. You notice I'm, I'm wanting to watch these uh, movies I haven't seen from um, Studio Ghibli, and it's called My Neighbor My Neighbor Totoro. Now, this movie is very interesting because I've seen it advertised saying there's no real conflict, there's no bad guy, um, it's just basically a lot of happy fun. <laughs> and but here's the thing I know: people that see this movie almost universally tell me that they love it. Um, it's about some kids that move into a house, and there's like a forest spirit that's a giant cat that lives next to the house in the woods behind their house. So these little kids just go and play with this giant cat and like have adventures and stuff. That sounds um, awesome. Bethany will for sure be on that one because she loves cats, and I hear it's like a great date movie. Um, so that's my neighbor Totoro. Um, and then the final one, one that I think all of us have seen and absolutely love, is The Iron Giant. And Murad has not seen it. I have not oh, seen it. He's either. oh, yeah. we'll have Murad. You're going to be on that review. Um, the Iron Giant. I don't want to give too much hyperbole, but uh, it is one of my favorite animated movies. I can say yeah, that easily. Here. Yeah, I know it's, Luke it's, loves it. It's pretty high up on the Luke list. Um, I showed it to Bethany's family. They had not seen it about three or four years ago, and all of them just went nuts for it. Um, wow. uh, we also have Birdie and Ian Anderson in the room and, uh, they're singing the praises of the Iron Giant. So, um, that's enough about that movie. Everyone's going to be fighting to be on that review. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, so one more time to go over it. G.I. Joe Resolute will be first. Secret of Nim, El Dorado, Grave of the Fireflies, My Neighbor Totoro, and the Iron Giant. Um, so if you want to follow along, watch them in that order. Um, or however you can get them. I think a few of them are on Netflix. You might have a, a tougher time finding uh, G.I. Joe in the Japanese movies. Um, but I can say this. I, If you wanted to go on Amazon and buy a few of them, I can say in full confidence that the Iron Giant is one that's worth your money, in my opinion. Um, and <laughs> Secret of Nim, if you like kind of that strange cartoon stuff i think you'll enjoy it if you can find it for cheap and then gi joe resolute may be harder to find but i bet it's up online somewhere probably even on youtube because it's a little shorter i think secret um, name is on netflix secret name is on yeah it is on netflix it yeah is. thank you Mirad. 
Um, yeah, Ian's agreeing. So that is our marathon. Um, be watching. Watch G.I. Joe Resolute first if you can. Um, and that one is uh, the most... Uh, it, it may even be pushing hard PG-13. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it. I've only seen it once, but I know I really enjoyed it. Um, so the rest of them, though, are pretty dang kid-friendly, except for Grave of the Fireflies. I think it's not... There's nothing terrible in it, but it's all very adult-themed. It's very melancholy. Um, I think you have to be mature to appreciate it, if that makes sense. So, that is our marathon list, and uh, that is episode 14. So, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, hit us up on Twitter, what you think about these movies. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.